So we are back, and it is April 1st. It's April Fool's, Ali. April Fool's. Yeah, fool on you, right? Um, and it's been a busy week, and we are back in the podcast. It's been a long week. Got a chance to go up to D.C. this week. But I also um, don't have my norm on with me today. James is gone. But I have a replacement today. Um, somebody who, you know, we had to pull and squeeze him to get him here, Ali, but we got him here. Um, actually, my board chair, too. My, 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 I guess you have a therapist. Does that make you my boss? No, no, um, we have Ricky join us today, who also we're going to talk to him a little bit about um, Count Me In Group to a certain aspect, because I think that you bring up a valid point that we don't talk about much, which is education, 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 and it just isn't about um, education from, like we were talking about meeting earlier, it's not just a point of educating people from K through 12 or 5 plus 5, which I said on one of your um, tutoring groups and actually tutored. Is it Isabella? Am I saying the name right? Haley. Haley still, okay. You get it. Oh, shout out to Haley. Um, no, but I mean, it, it was it's kind of, it was impactful to me to see the impact that um, one person can make in a child's life. I remember literally um, Tyrone Bryant Library down in Fort Lauderdale. Tyrone Bryant was the guy who actually, I, I guess he, part of the story was that he was really passionate about the library system and they named the library after him. And he had a saying, his quote was, sometimes just one book in the right time at the right place can make a world of difference. And when I ran my first nonprofit, I changed the saying to say, sometimes just one person at the right time in the right place can make a world of difference. So from an education standpoint, I really want to bring this up real quick. Um, we need to do better about promoting education. And you're, you're passionate about this. So I know you can talk about this. You don't even look at the screen, so you don't even got to do it. We just have a conversation. Um, what's the passion behind education? Why is it so important? Why is it so important? Yeah. I think one thing we uh, want to leave it up to the teachers. And now it's very important, but uh, we got to look at life as we're all educators. We just can't just leave it up to the parents. We just can't leave it up to the teachers. Our daily walk through life should be trying to educate these kids, what we expect of them, what we, what we, how we talk to them, how we allow them to talk to us. That's, that's part of the education. It's just not just what's in the books. That's very important, but a lot of them are totally confused of how to even go through life. Now, we, deal, we do deal with, the, uh, with math and reading, but it's not just about us teaching them uh, one plus one, two plus two. It's about us teaching them respect for each other. It's also about them knowing how to reach back and teach someone else. We have uh, high schoolers. 90% of our uh, tutors are high schoolers. They are uh, tutoring elementary kids students and some middle school students. I have one uh, middle school student, fifth grade. He's getting ready to uh, graduate, like, well, go to the sixth grade. And once he goes to sixth grade, he wants to be a tutor, but he's still going to be in tutoring class. I have one already like that, Alicia. She, when she finished her tutoring class, she turns to be a tutor to another student. So we also teach them each one, teach one. It's the whole cycle that we need to uh, embrace and change. Uh, so this is more, it's just not one plus one. It's how to do life. 
And I think that, and I'll be honest, right? A lot of people, even when we talk about voter suppression, we talk about social injustice, we talk about offender issues. Um, a lot of how we're going to change the needle is through education, right? Um, it's not the fact, like, you can't expect somebody who's never been to jail to understand what the impact that, that jail has on a person. Rather than not a person, like, I was listening to an article the other day about, um, and listening to an article, but it was a podcast, and I forgot the guy's name, um, but he had served over 20 years in prison for, for raping someone. And the story then came back out that he didn't, he didn't do it, and even the prosecutor agreed they didn't do it, and they released him. But you don't give a person back 20 years of their life, right? Um, and we have a lot of people in the system who are supposed to be there, honestly, that they deserve to be there. They deserve for every day that they're sentenced to serve. We have a lot of people in the system that the system didn't take the time to actually know them, get to know the situation, look at the facts of the situation, and they just wanted somebody to blame without blaming the right person. Um, and that's education, still. I mean, for people who've never been there, the only way they're going to understand it is by being educated mm-hmm. on it. Um, so I, I think education plays a big part, and even when it comes down to it, so for people who want to know, um, for Black Push perspective, we are going to be online, and we're going to be doing a lot more um, things around educating people on SB 202, educating people on the purpose of education, educating people on different events from how to deal with other people. Um, and I think that we've seen a little bit of that without going into detail um, this week, but we've seen a little bit of that. Um, conflict resolution, right? That's a lot of things that I think that you bring up that a lot of our young kids don't get anymore. Um, and sometimes, in fact, we have teachers who are now promoting um, kids doing the wrong thing or going about it the wrong way. Oh, girl, you're going to let them talk to you like that? No, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and I think it's interesting that you are, I think what you're talking about is bringing back that concept that it takes a village to raise a child. Um, and I think that's extremely important. But with education, um, let's also bring up the fact that it looks like um, now with Susan Collins on board, Judge Jackson will have the vote she needs to become the first African-American woman to sit on the Supreme Court. And I am super excited that I was in D.C. I was part of us going to D.C. this week to kind of stand up and protest with her because the thing is that she's, she's super qualified. Um, and the job of the Senate is not to determine whether or not a person politically aligns with what they want them to do to sit on the bench. It's to determine whether the person is qualified to sit on the bench. And everything about Judge Jackson says she's qualified. So kudos to her. Kudos. Like, she took all of them hits last week, even being asked, can you define what a woman is, or stuff like that, and um, completely inappropriate. I think we showed the speech that um, Senator Cory Booker gave to her, and I think everybody in the office was kind of like, you know, like tearing up a little bit because mm-hmm. of the fact that he stood for what I think a lot of us have felt um, forever. You know, and even when we look at this, uh, we were just talking about today in our meeting that we that Joe Biden actually just signed the first anti-lynching bill. Um, that was mm-hmm. talked about over a hundred years ago, mm-hmm. um, and we just made it to where lynching a person is a hate crime in 2022. Wow! So again, education goes back to a part of that, um, and I, I think that that's really important that we kind of talk about some of those issues as well. So we got Katanji Jackson who's getting ready to go ahead to the bench. Hopefully next week before. They leave to go on, um, um, what's that, Easter break? Yes. So, you know, uh, it's funny because I was meeting with one of uh, a congressman staffer, and it was like, yeah, we next week is our last weekend, and then we get two weeks for Easter, even though Easter's only one day. <laughs> and I was like, that's nice. Yeah, that is true that you guys get two weeks to celebrate Easter by the average American, mm-hmm. uh, and get paid for it. Right. And the average American, we have to still go to work the day before Easter and the day after Easter. Um, so it's important. And I think that it was one more thing I wanted to kind of uh, bring up, and I think we have a picture of it. 
here. So it was talking so much about the Oscars and Will Smith and Chris Rock's lap. Um, this is something that we didn't recognize, that we didn't see. I don't think we even see it on TV. Denzel Washington actually presented um, Samuel L. Jackson with his first ever Oscar. Mm. First ever Oscar. And it got missed because of the whole slap between Will Smith and Chris um, Rock. But Samuel L. Jackson, up until I think two years ago, was the highest grossing actor of all time. I think he's beat, right? I just checked earlier, he's beat now by Harry Ford because of Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Um, but literally the highest grossing actor of all time or second highest grossing actor of all time hmm. and Samuel Jackson has been at this for what 40 years at least at least in his first Oscar um, so I give listen Samuel they didn't give you credit you are Atlanta native so kudos to Samuel Jackson and not only him um, what's the guy's name from the Jimmy Fallon show somebody help me with his name um, Chris Love Quest Love also got an award for his um, documentary he did which was called Soul of Music uh, a Music of Soul and literally it was about it was the documentary if you have not um, watched it was literally about a concert that was put on in Harlem um, with Stevie Wonder I mean Aretha Franklin Gladys Knight all these people and after the concert was put on they literally took the footage and kind of put it in a, a closet and no one ever brought it back out and he brought it back out and made a whole documentary about it wow. so he um, got his first Oscar and for him to be so young, um, you think about, we just talked about Samuel Jackson, 40 years in the game, he's just getting his first Oscar. This brother to be so young to get his first Oscar. So, I mean, super shout out to him, super shout out to him, and congratulations to him and Samuel Jackson. Um, and we see Chris Rock in the background. Um, but congratulations to both of them because I think that's important. And, and you know, we can't talk about um, things that African Americans are doing in the community and give them a shout out without actually, you know, recognizing the, thing, the great things. So, it was a good night in all in all reality for the Grammys, definitely for the African American community, and it seems like it'll be a good month. Um, so we have so much getting ready to happen, and I know that. And I wish while we're doing this, Ali, if you can bring that clip that we just created of Black Push, that we just created back on board. Um, but it, it's been so much going on. We have a gala coming up on July, mm-hmm. uh, July sixteenth, July the eighteenth, sixteenth. It's a Saturday. July 16th, yeah, right. July 16th, um, that more information will be on our website about that, and we also have our next One Accord conference, Augusta, um, which will be in Augusta, Georgia, and that's coming up on May 21st, um, 21st. Yes, Pastor David Luke. Pastor David Luke down um, in Augusta is hosting us, so we are super excited about that, so more information will be coming out about both of those, and Ali, I guess whenever you're ready, you have it queued? Uh, not quite. Almost. But we have a new promotion video that we've created for Black Push, and I think it's imperative that we kind of show it today. And it kind of outlines some of the work we've been doing and what we stand for. Because um, so many times people try to uh, accumulate, and we've had this discussion on here numerous times before, that they think that the name Black Push only means that I stand for initiatives that are um, pro-black. And anybody who knows me personally knows that I stand with every community. I don't care who you are, um, and I don't care where you come from. And this video kind of hints at that. So... We're going to show that video before we close out. Um, but I appreciate you for joining us, Ricky, for the first time. Hopefully it's not your last time. Anytime you want me, just call me. <laughs> you got to see his face. <laughs> He's out to buy that hat, but he doesn't mean that. Um, but I think we are maybe queued up for the video. So we're going to show this video as we close out, and then we will see you on next week where we'll be in New York right. for the National Action Network Conference. 
Um, and as well as we'll be tomorrow, we'll be at the Spongement Clinic at the IBW building. So anybody who has a record and you're trying to get your record to sponge, join us at the IBW building tomorrow from 10 to 2. Um, if you're in Fulton County, they're going to be working with you, helping you to get your record to sponge. So until next time, you guys, we'll follow us next week. A lot of stuff going on next week. We'll be in New York. So um, follow us on TikTok, too. All right. they're waiting on us. What are you going to do? What are you going to do?